Stern reveals James Bond. This is Final Tap premiere. It's Pinball Expo Month. Hi, my name is Jonathan Houston. I'm the editor of Pinball Magazine and joined by... Hi, I'm Martin Ayer, and I'm the editor of Pinball News and together with Jonathan we're going to look back at all the excitement that took place in the pinball world in the month of September 2022, which has just finished and, um, well, it was a uh, it was a packed month, wasn't it? It was absolutely a packed month, yeah. Um, um, there was a lot of chaos, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, things didn't necessarily go to plan for, uh, for several manufacturers, but... Uh, we can talk about that um, as we go through what's been going on in the industry throughout yeah. the month. And, 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 and rough lines or guidelines or whatever. Uh, so we got uh, a new game by Stern. We also got the debut of a uh, new game by Homepin. And, uh, well, all the other, other manufacturers also have news. So, yeah, yeah, lots of news to cover. Right, okay, so let's get on with it then. Uh, so um, the long-awaited reveal of uh, Stern Pinball's latest cornerstone title. That's the one which is uh, sort of one of the standard ones they normally will produce three times a year. Right. Uh, 007. 007, yes. Yes. James Bond. No, 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 no. 007. Not James Bond. Is it not James Bond? It's not. It's a James Bond-themed pinball, but it's called 007. There's nowhere that you can read James Bond on the translate or the cabinet anywhere. Um, okay, I might have to investigate that, but uh, it's it's a 007 then themed game, but but it's it's also in the three different versions of it: the Pro, the Premium, and the LE, which have been announced and revealed so far. Each one of those is themed around a different Sean Connery era James Bond film. Right. Uh, is that right? Yes, absolutely. Okay, good. Okay, so we have Doctor No, which is the pro-level game. Right. We have You Only Live Twice. Or You Only Launch Twice. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we Only Play Twice, maybe. Um, which is the premium. Right. And then we have a... Is it Thunderball? Yes. Is the yes. limited edition version. Right. Okay, of, of which there will be 1,000. But... That's not all. As no, I like to say, there's a fourth, a fourth version of James Bond coming out, but that will be a different game, designed by Keith Elwin. Uh, it's the uh, 60th anniversary edition, and that game has yet to be revealed. Although, the interestingly, uh, 007.com uh, website actually uh, already put an image of that game uh, up there, which was immediately removed, of course, but could yeah. easily be uh, well, it was already captured by other people, and uh, you can still find it with Google as well. Mm. Um, this is so an exterior shot of the, of the cabinet, and yes, the, and the yes. it's yeah, a single, single level Keith Elwin uh, design, and apparently, it contains all uh, actors that uh, played James Bond, all six mm. actors, yes. Yes, indeed. You can see that on the on the uh, back glass slash translite image. Um, but we'll, uh, we'll we'll report more on that when it's actually launched properly, and we right. uh, we, can, we can talk about it in uh, in some depth. No, so well, we, uh, uh, if, if, now, we're, if we're talking about this uh, 007 
game. Uh, I suppose you're the expert in, uh, at this moment because you played it um, on yeah. multiple occasions in London uh, the past couple of weeks where the game debuted on various um, events. Can you tell us more about that? Yeah, let's talk about um, the the process by which this, this game came to be revealed. Um, we, we knew it was going to be launched um, at, or it's going to be previewed at the uh, IAPA Europe show, which was being held in London, um, around about the, what, the 12th to the 14th, I think, of September. Right. I think those were the dates. Um, which would have been great for me, except I was away on holiday at that time. So I wouldn't have been able to go. But I did have somebody there who was going to be able to take pictures of, of, the, of the game. Uh, unfortunately, the day before, while they were setting up, somebody else took pictures and, and, despite promising not to share them, did share them. And they shared them with people who then shared them with other people and those pictures leaked out. Now, there's um, what happens next is uh, subject to some uncertainty, but Stern put out a release, a press release, saying that they were not going to be uh, launching the game at the show. Now, the background to this is that um, a few days before, the death was announced of Queen Elizabeth II. Right. And there was a kind of a, um, a, sort of a, a kind of moratorium on celebrations or launches of, of, of things in the UK around about that time. Now, Stern said in... Um, with respect, um, respect the the honour or honour the uh, memory of Queen Elizabeth, they weren't going to be uh, launching that, and they were going to delay it um, for well, basically about about a week or ten days. That's the official reading. That is the official. Yeah, yeah. Now there were all kinds of rumours floating around that um, it was wasn't Stern's decision; that it was actually the licensor's decision. To do that, no, the the uh, the 007 slash James Bond licensor had decided they didn't want any new products launched um, during that that time period, or whether there were whether the game wasn't ready to be launched as well. But whatever it was, the games. The I heard a different take. I heard the game contained assets that were not allowed to be shown. Well, I'd say that's that falls into the not ready to be shown. Yes. It's, 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 uh, okay, so it terrifies it a little bit better. Yes, yeah, absolutely. That's a possibility as well. Um, but these two, there was a pro and a premium game that had been set up on the standard of Stern's distributor in the UK on the Monday before the show opened on the Tuesday. These leaked pictures came out. Stern said they weren't going to be launching the game. Um, those pictures obviously went around the internet everywhere. I think you had, uh, do you have them on, on the Pimble Magazine website? Um not sure whether I have those there. I think I yeah. do, yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, you can probably still see them there. But um, um, I took the decision that I wasn't going to publish them myself because I, I thought, well, if it is the case that, that this, is, this launch has been pulled due to the, uh, the Queen's death and that's, um, they're marking that by, by not launching the game, then fair enough. I'll, I'll, I'll respect their, their decision there. Um, being based in the UK, I don't know it's uh, seemed the right thing to do. But if they did actually then reveal the game at the show the next day, then I'd certainly show the pictures of the game. But, right. um, but, but, but they, they didn't. didn't. They didn't. They didn't. No. no, those games were put back in their boxes and taken off the, sh the show floor. 
Yeah, I even got uh, questions from from people texting me like, "Hey, I'm at the uh, Ayapa show and there's no James Bond to be found. Do you know what happened?" Mm. Yep. Yep. So, uh, well, that was it. You know, Stern did did you know, put out a press release saying they weren't going to launch the game at Ayapa after all. So the machines were there anyway, and th- so we didn't really get anything much other than some. You know, rough pictures, yes. should we say, of the games that were on the stand. Uh, I don't think they were even powered up at that point. There was no video, I don't think. No. So, uh, anyway, roll on to the next event, which was Stern officially launching, which yeah. was... Um, a week later, or uh, yeah, eight, 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 eight or yeah. nine days later. Yeah. Yes, that's right. So we had the full, you know, the normal release... Um, the announcement, the press releases, the Gary Stern comments, um, it was a presentation to distributors and operators the day before it was, it was publicly launched. And um, so we have the three models. We have the Pro, which um, is priced at 6999 premium at 9699 and a limited edition, as we said before, with 1000 um, maximum Build on uh, of twelve thousand nine hundred ninety nine. So uh, US dollars, that is. Yep, absolutely correct. Yeah. Um, now the LEDs all sold out immediately, as uh, everyone kind of expects. Um, even though they did announce that there is this sixtieth anniversary model, um, but no price has been set for that. It'll be no. it'll be you know um, up to distributors or resellers to set their own price. Right. Although obviously there will be a price that Stern will be charging them, but that right. hasn't been announced. Um, I'm not sure whether this will be similar to the Beatles uh, situation, where distributors were forced to buy ten uh, games in a block and then could set their own price. But uh, Stern has been ex- experimenting with yeah, uh, certain, yeah different such, such yeah. strategies, so to speak. Yes. Yeah. Well, there, there will be five hundred apparently of these sixtieth uh, anniversary games. Right. Uh, so there'll be more limited than the limited edition. But as, as you said before, it will be a totally different game with a different play field, different rules, you know, and, and featuring different uh, different actors in it. Um, so anyway, they they did all this um, nice announcement, and then then they then they said. Um, as part of the press release, the game will be premiered at a 60th anniversary charity auction preview event being held in London at Christie's Auction House. Um, so I immediately registered and got tickets for that so I, so I could get to play the game and went along and played it, um, had, some, had some fun. It was obviously very, very, very early code. Yeah. I think it was... I mean, to me, it smacked of we've, we're contractually obliged to have the game here at this event. Let's put something together with some basic rules. You can have a multi-ball. You can, you can start a mode or two, um, and it flips and it scores, and you know, it's, uh, the key, key mechanisms work, but uh, they're certainly far from optimised. That was fine. So, uh, so I, I took some, uh, some video of that. The truth was I was waiting for somebody to play the game who knew how to play pinball. So I could then video them playing it. Yeah, apparently not that many people knew how to play pinball at that event. Well, nobody did. Um, I was waiting and waiting and waiting, and virtually everybody who walked up to the machine didn't know how to even flip the ball, or didn't even know how to flippers in some cases. So they pressed the the flashing button on the lock bar, start a game, 
press it again because they don't because that's the only button they know exists. Start a two-player game, and a three-player game, and a four-player game. The ball launches, it bounces around, it goes down the middle. I think, oh, that's a bit bit rubbish, and walk away. Hmm. Um, so anyway, well, I wasn't going to. That's get what you get that. when you make games too complicated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it shouldn't have flippers on. Let's go back to the old days. Um, so in the end, I, I thought, well, I, I'm going to have to play this myself. So I asked um, one of the guys from from Liberty Games who were there. Um, who were uh, working with um, Electricoin, the UK importer and distributor of Stern Games. Liberty Games are a more a, a, um, home seller of uh, various various coin-op amusements, mm-hmm. and they were there um, to sort of guide people on to how to play the game and 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 basically sell them. Um, so one of the guys there very kindly held my phone while I played the game and recorded about eight minutes of video until he said his arm was getting tired. So, uh, which is understandable because uh, it was a single game and it was just going on and on. So, but we got enough there anyway. So I, I went home, edited that video. It was a nice event as, as well, by the way. Um, could talk more about that, but I don't want to get too boring about the, about the James Bond launch event and um, and put it online and um, along with a report from from the night, and uh, which is still available on Pinball News. Um, the uh, the next day, I was I was asked if I would mind wouldn't mind removing that video because I'm, I'm really curious how that went. Did you get a text? Did you get an email? No, it's an email. It was just sort of you know, perfectly perfectly pleasant, saying, you know, would you would it be possible to remove that? Um, because uh, the reason being that it contains assets which haven't been licensed yet by, or may may never be licensed by uh, by Stern from the uh, James Bond um, licensing company. Hmm. Now, um, my thought was, well, why were you showing it? And, and the answer is that the game was supposed to have been updated with new code before it went to that event. But unfortunately, um, due, due to... Due to circumstances. Yeah, beyond the control of the uh, people who are bringing the game, they weren't able to update it before they got to the event. And by the time they'd set the machine up and had got the new code, uh, the event had, was just about to start. And typically of these, these public-facing events, you're not allowed to open up a game or start working on it once the public are admitted for public liability reasons and also because it doesn't look good for the, the, uh, for the show. Mm-hmm. So uh, it basically went ahead with, the, with old code, which, which wasn't meant to be seen. So that's fair enough. Okay, I think enough people had seen enough of that video already so uh, so I said well okay that's fine will I be able to get some video of the updated code so yeah as it turned out the, the machines after that event after they, they were taken back were updated and were going off to the British Film Institute for last weekend's um, James Bond celebrations uh, I mean in between that point uh, I was able to get uh, about three hours of, of playing that game and um, and videoed some more stuff, uh, which I then edited together, and uh, and then I, I asked, checked with Stern to make sure they were okay with it, and uh, yeah, they said yes, no problem, you can put that up. So right. I did, and, okay. uh, and you can find it popular. on on pinballnews.com. Yes, in- including more pictures of the game um, with, in in better lighting conditions than I was able to get. Um, either at the show or well, I think I think some of them are even better than the ones which, which Stern put out as well. Um, so that was um, 
yeah, it was nice to be able to get some some time on it. But again, you know, it's still very very early code, and I, I don't think I don't think anything. I've seen in there. the video. Uh, you yeah. may hope that this is early code because um, I think there's only the theme music in there. Um, yes. No. Well, there is no. There is some other music for one of the well, the only Q branch mode in there, which is Q's Ring. Right. Uh, that has a different music track to it, as well, uh, and, and some quotes from the movies. Yeah. Uh, the movie that, in which it was uh, um, featured. Yeah. Which is a, a bit about the slot machine. Yeah, the slot machine scene where Q is winning all the jackpots. Yes, that's right. There does seem to be quite a lot of sort of gambling-based stuff in there. There's like the, the match sequence is a roulette wheel, which I don't know if there's any... I don't know yeah, in the match scene, I've seen that. And, yeah, uh, there is also you know, uh, the uh, high-stakes uh, high poker where um, Bond is uh, th- throws a couple of cards onto the table to, to declare his hand, and that's the, that's the uh, mystery award. The, those two cards contain well, one of them will contain you know like the whole bonus or a bonus multiplier or start multiball or, right. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Well, speaking of start multiball, I think in that video of yours, um, I think you're 20 seconds in and you're already in multiball. That's not something that I would. Um, no. Well, uh, let's let's put it like this. I hope that uh, uh, code-wise they will figure out that it's absolutely not rewarding to get into multiball twenty seconds after you plunge a ball. Yeah, that that certainly was different on the on the newer code. It wasn't like that in the original code. You in the first version you had to shoot up the left orbit um, at least three times, each one to lock a ball. And then the third time, it would... No, actually, it was three times it didn't lock a ball. It, it built up towards multi-ball. And then eventually, the, the fourth shot would go up and it would get stopped at the jetpack jet toy, which would... Uh, then it would start jetpack multi-ball. So it certainly wasn't that easy to get. And given what I was saying about the, the standard of people who were playing the game, I think there was zero chance of any of them ever starting that. So if they, if they put a... They changed it so that you make one shot and you and you get to see some multi-ball action. Then well, that's not a bad thing for that kind of show, where yeah, people don't know how to do anything. Yeah, but for for anybody playing pinball longer than uh, a day or two, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's it's a single shot to start multi-ball basically on that. But uh, I say it's uh, unless unless you. Know, are in, in any way capable of flipping the ball in a, a sensible way, then uh, you wouldn't see that. Right. Okay. Well, uh, Stern uh, does have a history with giving away multi balls on their games uh, if you didn't get to it by uh, uh, game three. So, uh, And I never approved of that either because I think either you have to earn it or uh, there's no point in giving everybody a, a pity multi ball, so to speak. Yeah, that was sort of back in the, in the Sega Sega days, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, they Sega. Yeah, yeah, but even on, on on Stern games as well. Um, but okay, code wise, uh, the game is likely to improve. How oh. about um, uh, assets from the various movies? Because there's a rumor floating around that there are not that many assets available. Well, I think by limiting it to a single, a single movie, they they um, then can can sort of do it quite immersively. But there there were there were certainly um, custom callouts. 
in the latest code using a um i don't know who the voice actual voice actor was but it was it sounded a bit cliched to me it's like oh jolly good 007 oh bravo 007 <laughs> it's like Mm, okay. Yeah. <laughs> sounds, sounds, sounds a bit like uh, how the old Q sounded in in those movies. Yeah, Desmond Llewellyn. Yeah, yeah. Well, he was he, well, he was a bit more um, grow up. Oh, double O seven. Yes, that's right. Yes, <laughs> yes. He was, it would do tend to look down on on Bond's antics rather than uh, congratulate him. But yeah. uh, you know, it's an early as I. I don't think we should read too much into it. The point of the videos really was so, so you could see the shots, see what combos can, you can make. Okay, so shot-wise, what do you think? Uh, I liked it. was a nice mix of tough shots and some nice easy shots as well. The um, the right ramp, um, which um, feeds back to the uh, to the right inlay, that's a nice easy shot. Uh, the, the drop targets in the middle, uh, that's one of the things which which you see on the video is, is quite a lot of shots up to those drop targets. And it kind of looks like you're sort of missing or you're bricking the shot. But in fact, you are knocking down the drop targets and building up towards multiple. And it has a secondary feature as well, which I, which I like, is that once the drop targets are down, you can shoot the balls through them. And not only does it then hit the, um, the bird one rocket to build up that feature, uh, there is there's a, uh, an array of drop targets, or stand-up targets, I should say, behind that, which also builds up to spell Spectre, mm-hmm. which starts another feature. And there is a, there is a one-way gate in addition to that, which, um, which basically allows the ball to go past the drop target and then roll back and stage it nicely for the upper flipper to do some of the side shots, either up the ramp or the orbit, the inner orbit shot. So that, that's actually quite a nice way of, of um, getting the ball to the upper flipper in a, in, a, in a slow way so the ball's not flying past the flipper and you can actually time your shot a bit better. Okay. So, so yeah, I think it's, a, it's got some nice features in it. it um, but it is very, at the moment, because of the code and the state that it's in, it feels a bit dead. You know, you can kind of make shots and not much happens. Right. Or you, you don't get any sound effects or any, any progression or anything very much. Uh, so there's, there's a huge amount to go on that. So right. I say, please don't look at that video and say, "Oh, the code's rubbish," or "The sounds, oh, it plays the same music over and over," because it it won't. You know, there's a long way to go. Well, uh, yeah, well, there's a long way to go. Uh, there's also quite a long way for Stern to go uh, until they actually take the game into production, because they won't start production until November. Yeah, surprising that. Um, I, mean, I suppose it's not given the state of, of the code at the moment, but uh, I, I would guess that they were they were sort of contractually obliged to launch the game when they did, uh, in order to meet the uh, the the 60th anniversary event deadline. So it could it could uh, appear at uh, both um, Christie's uh, auction preview and at the BFI screening right. this last weekend, uh, which they've done. So now I suppose it's um, it was talk about it those machines are now going to another show possibly in Italy I don't know whether that's in Arda um, the, the autumn show that they have there yeah it could be yeah so those might be going over there so if you're in Italy uh, or going to be in Italy they m- might still get oh. a chance to play the game before or it hits, the, uh, hits the, the actual street I got the invites for that for that show 
Yeah, quite often it seems to be around the same sort of time as uh, Pinball Expo, which makes it difficult well, to get yeah, to. That, but exactly, uh, that, that's the reason why. Yeah, I remember. But, in, in in this case, um, there's a there's a UK show at the same time uh, as Expo, the uh, the Autumn Coin Op show. So I guess it's probably not the same time as uh, Inada. But uh, anyway, uh, keep an eye out for that because it may turn up there. It may have newer code on, and uh, you might get some see some some newer assets in the game. Right. But so anyway, that was uh, that was my my fun time with um, with the uh, 007 games. Yeah. So uh, well, uh, many people probably envy you for being able to already flip it, um, as as many are very curious to see uh, to to find out themselves how it flips and uh, whether they like the game or whether they like the game that they bought mm. already. Yeah, well, I don't think people would be disappointed with the with the playfield layout. Certainly, um, the probably the key thing is is how in what what direction does the uh, does the code develop? You know, it's um, there's there's talk that um, that Lonnie is Lonnie Rob is doing the code for this game, which um, I haven't seen him do the code for for a little while. But um, his his games tend to be um, more simple, in as far as the rules go, or more understandable. Perhaps. Well, that's a good thing. Well, I, yes, absolutely. But um, there were certainly, certainly when I was looking at it, there, there were aspects of uh, the rules which looked familiar, should I say, from uh, from previous Lonnie games, which I, which I normally find. Um, other coders tend to sort of overcomplicate things and have too many combinations and uh, hidden scoring techniques which you need to know in order to, to get the score into the billions. Yeah. Uh, whereas, whereas Lonnie's code, traditionally to me at least, has always appeared to be more understandable and uh, sort of been easier to document when I've been doing the sort of in-depth reviews right. of, of, of games. Well, we'll see how it goes. And uh, of course, Stern has a team of uh, programmers, so Lonnie won't be uh, the only one mm. coding it. No, I understand uh, Mike Vinicor is also working with him on, on developing rules. Right. Okay. Well, it's good to see Mike Vinicor back in action uh, after uh, being ill. Mm. Absolutely, yeah. So anyway, that um, that certainly isn't all the news from uh, Stem Pinball this month. No, there is uh, there's more. Um, one thing that I initially got excited about that uh, they uh, have been launching these uh, goodie boxes that you can uh, purchase at uh, uh, a supermarket, a Walmart, or a Target in this case. Um, uh, with some goodies themed around or uh, related to uh, uh, the license of a certain game, but using the game's artwork. Mm. Uh, I think this is the best way to describe it. Uh, I think we've seen those for uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, there was another one, but I can't remember. I think for Batman they did something like that as well, but I'm not, not even sure. Um, but the news this month was that they are now doing one uh, in collaboration with uh, uh, Nika, N-E-C-A um, which is available at Target and that one is themed around Elvira's House of Horrors and uh, the box includes an exclusive Toonie Elvira figure a beanie, a t-shirt, a patch and a pin not a pinball machine <laughs> but a pin yeah, pin so, badge uh, yeah, um, and you get all of that for merely $50 Hmm. Okay. Well, it's obviously a collector's item, but it's it's very nice to see Elvira's House of Horrors, which, I, as far as I'm aware, is an exclusively pinball-related 
um, uh, title. Yes. I haven't seen it anywhere else. Uh, sort of being turned into a mainstream product, which is available at Target. Yeah. So, and uh, also the theme, the the the, the T-shirt and and the uh, the beanie, and so they're all themed around that House of Horrors brand. So, the, if if you want to call it that, so. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, if you uh, if you want to spend fifty dollars and and get. Um, um, I'm not sure what's the most collectible aspect of it: the T-shirt, the the beanie, the patch, the pin, or the box. I assume, <laughs> well, the the, the box for definitely. Um, I'm not sure whether the T-shirt will be available anywhere else, uh, not in in a, in a box, so to speak, but just separately sold. Yeah, I'm assuming it's going to be uh, you know one size fits no one T-shirt, rather than having different boxes with different size shirts in. Mm-hmm. So maybe it fits me. Maybe it will, yeah. 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 Maybe you're the one person it fits. Yeah, okay. So, and, uh, um, well, speaking of Target, apparently, Mm -hmm. from what I understand from people uh, looking for these, um, some Targets in the US, and of course there's plenty, um, were also uh, selling the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles box, uh, which was released in collaboration with Stern. So... If you're interested in that, uh, check your local Target or another Target nearby, and uh, who knows, you might be lucky. Yeah, sounds sounds nice that uh, the, the pinball products like that are uh, are making it into the mainstream. That's uh, that's a, a nice um, alternative lifestyle, shall we say, product for uh, for Stern to be uh, working on with uh, with Nika. Right. So, um, well, along with all this, as if Stan had been busy enough doing all this, they've also brought out um, a whole bunch of, of code ah, updates. Get my pillow. Ah, good. Okay, and that's my time to shine. No, um, it's um, they've actually updated all their Spike Two titles, uh, which is I think eighteen such titles. Uh, that's Rush, Mandalorian, Godzilla, Beast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We get blah, the blah, 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 all the way up, uh, all the way back, I suppose, to um, Deadpool. Deadpool and uh, what's the other one would be Avengers, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Aerosmith. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Of. Uh, yeah. So they've they've done some sort of core updates to the to the operating system to bring them all into line. So they're all they're all doing the same kind of um, core uh, operations um, as far as the, the operating system goes. It's um, it's also sort of ties in with the Insider uh, Connected system as well. So I think uh, recently they had a potential game reset issue, which they, uh, they are squashing in this uh, latest update for all those 18 titles. Um, some changes to how the games connect with Wi-Fi. Um, more information, really, about um, about the signal strength as well. It will warn you if the Wi-Fi signal strength is, is insufficient to connect. Uh, they've added um, the ability to to do the, the new home team feature um, if the machine is set on coin play. Previously, it was uh, free play only, but now it can be uh, operated as well. Although, interesting, they say that home team is not available for machines registered to a pro account operating in a commercial environment. So, mm. if you registered your, your game to a, a, as an operator, then you won't be able to do that. It seems a bit odd. Um, they've also... This is a, a, a new feature, which is, which is actually a very old feature, I think, that was available on uh, Williams Games. I, I certainly certainly know that. Which was uh, after a certain amount of time, if there's any sort of fractional credits, you know, some if it's um, if you're using coins and uh, you put in like half a half a credit, 
but haven't got enough coins to get um, no, a full credit, after a while the, that fraction will get wiped. The, the whole number of credits never gets wiped, but if uh, like the half a credit will, will be um, taken out of the system after a, a certain amount of time. And um, the final one, I think, is um, that they've actually changed the Insider Connection software update default to install updates automatically. Okay. So, um, obviously keen to get uh, Insider Connected stuff uh, as up-to-date and, and keep it as up-to-date as possible to get all the latest achievements um, without even um, bothering you to ask. Hmm. Right, okay. Well, um, thank you for that. Okay. It's, um, um, but, um, well, while code is um, easy to update, that, that doesn't go for... Um, Hardware, I suppose, and no. um, there's a, a rumor going around that the um, rumors. We don't do rumors. Oh, okay. Well, all right. Okay. All right. We don't do rumors, but okay. <laughs> um, so uh, these updates that you just mentioned were for Spike Two uh, uh, games, right. but prior to Spike Two, there was Spike One, and uh, apparently those boards uh, are. Um, Basically, when they're at their end of life, there's no replacement parts available. So you're screwed if you have a Game of Thrones or Ghostbusters or Kiss or WrestleMania or Bonelli Big Juicy Melons or Pabst or Primus or Spider-Man Home or Supreme. Because if there's... Well, let's put it like this. There might not be a replacement board available now, but knowing Mm. the pinball market, somebody will come up with something to replace boards that are no longer available. It might well, take you, some time. I expect so, yes. So, um, but for now, it seems that uh, if you uh, have one of those games and uh, one of your boards uh, um, dies, uh, which uh, especially with the uh, with certain... Um, um, is, is this the CPU board or the node board we're looking at? Here? I have, have no idea. So, But uh, some boards are easy to fry. Mm. I suppose um, we've seen that happen even with Stern employees at uh, <laughs> pinball shows. Yeah, no names. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, uh, oh well, we'll just um, it's, for now it's just a rumor. But um, well, I'm, I'm not sure whether people should start uh, stocking these boards or or uh, I don't know. Well, we have certainly seen um, lack of availability of, of some of the components that go to make up these boards. So it could just be that, that uh, those some of the parts are not currently available to remake them, but those parts may become available at some point in the future, in which case you know, they may come back into stock. This is something which we'll actually be looking at a little bit later with uh, one, uh, a, a different manufacturer, I think. So I don't want to preempt that too much. but uh, right. okay. Yeah, but it's, it's certainly worth... Um, taking care of your spike on boards right yeah okay um i think that rounds it up for stern pinball i think it does yeah um for now yeah they're going to be very busy uh, making uh, 007 games yeah um, and, and announcing the uh, the 60th anniversary uh, yeah model now as well. so uh, uh, a last couple of uh, comments uh, of course it is pinball expo month um traditionally stern used to do a uh, uh, a pinball uh, a factory tour uh, during yep. the show mm-hmm. um, similar to during the uh, COVID uh, pandemic Stern will now be doing a virtual uh, pinball tour which means that I think uh, well the last time it was Jack Danger mm-hmm. with a camera uh, streaming live which was uh, aired in a room in the hotel 
and people could watch that and ask questions to uh, Gary Stern. Uh, Seth Davis will pre- be present as well. Yes, I, I think it was it went down very well last time. I think people were, were very impressed with the uh, the pr- quality of the presentation and what they were able to see. Right. So, um, so no factory tour um, in person at the uh, Stern uh, Pinball Factory. No. Um, but, uh, um, well, traditionally, the Saturday is sort of um, Stern Day at Pinball Expo. So there's also quite a few seminars with uh, uh, Stern uh, designers and art people and so on. Uh, yeah, talking I think about their work. Yeah, so. I think they're doing a special sort of signing for, for just uh, for, for Stern's artists and, and designers. Oh, I think. okay. So, yeah, I guess uh, all that. That's in addition to the to the regular um, signing um, autograph session, I would say. Okay, so uh, and that rounds it up for uh, for Stern Pinball for uh, for the month of uh, September. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's move on um, to our to our second headline then, which was all about a, a another game premiering, yeah, another new game. Yes. Well, uh, one which we knew about again, yeah. and had been heavily trailed. And then in this case, we are talking about uh, this is Spinal Tap. Yeah, which, by uh, uh, Homepin from uh, Taiwan. Indeed, if you were listening last month, you would you remember that we said that this game would be premiering at Pinfest in Newcastle in in Australia. Right, and uh, it did indeed. Um, now the games were originally promoted as being the first production models, but um, well, the reception was, shall we say, a little mixed. Yeah, yeah, mixed. That's a good good uh, adjective. Um, and it was later scaled back to them being the first prototype models to be shown. Yeah, which basically means that uh, people were making lots of suggestions of what could improve on the game, notes were taken, and um, where possible uh, suggestions will be implemented. Yep, I think that's uh, that's a good description. Yes. Um, Now, apparently orders won't... Mike was Mike from uh, Homepin was saying that um, that all the production up until mid twenty twenty three has already been sold, and um, so any orders made now won't be fulfilled until the middle of next year. Well, based on what the, the reports were from um, uh, uh, people that played it, um, I'm not sure there will be that many orders. Uh, from that, and it don't sound, sound harsh, but uh, like we said, the reception was mixed. Um, it could still be a uh, a fun game, um, but people are there's complaints about the price tag and what you get for that money. Yes, well, certainly the price has been uh, increased, but uh, you know, it's as with with Bond and um, and pretty much any licensed title, there's always going to be a hardcore of, of uber fans out there who've got to have everything related to that particular title. So it, I wouldn't be surprised if he's already got, uh, you know, 100 orders for Spinal Tap Pinball from people who don't even know what it looks like or, uh, or hardly well, know what a pinball is. I'd be surprised because at this moment, even the Spinal Tap diehard fans don't even know this pinball exists. Um, well, he hasn't I done that much of promotion for it because he feel the, the the company is feels that promotion should be done by distributors and they are just a factory. True, but uh, as we as we know, it's very hard to keep a secret on uh, on the internet. And uh, once once 
once uh, news is out about there being a spinal tap pinball, they'll spread to all the relevant forums, I'm sure. Right. So, uh, but let's hope that the game, uh, that, that the suggestions will be implemented. And um, it sounds to me that uh, Mike could use some um, people that really understand pinball, not just the engineering side of how a pinball machine works and or how you could build a pinball machine, but what, what makes it fun? And uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. What makes it fun? How to 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 get the choreography of gameplay. Right, that you're not waiting too long for a ball to, um, and this is just an example, uh, for a ball to to be released from a certain mechanism or something like that. You know, you want, um, well, it should be entertaining. and um, Yes, and uh, it should guide the player through the game just to what they're meant to do. And uh, Yeah, it's not, it's not just uh, shoot a ball around, hear a couple of voice calls and uh, play some music in the background and we're done. Mm, no, you need to have a, a reason to make shots, a storyline. Uh, you know, who are you? What are you trying to do? What are you trying to achieve? And uh, are you trying to achieve something in a fun way, or is it just repetitive shooting that makes it boring? Right. So, um, right. So, uh, well, best of luck uh, uh, to to Mike and uh, the rest of uh, Team Homepin uh, uh, implementing the suggested uh, improvements of the game. I hope they, uh, they can be implemented hmm. easily. And, well, um, but um, they, they were set up um, at the uh, Pinfest show in Newcastle, as I say, and uh, on one side of them was uh, the Stern distributor, and on the other side was Haggis Pinball. Um, right. So uh, they had their Fathom Revisited game there, and um, that seemed to be very well received um, at the show, I would say. Everybody who played it thought it was, it was built in a, a very, well, more than professional, very, very uh, uh, impressive way. Okay. And played, played remarkably well. So uh, uh, we haven't actually got any experience of, of, of those games ourselves, have we? we haven't, no. Uh, I haven't played it, and I don't think you have either yet. No, no. Um, Hopefully in a couple of weeks. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, it's fingers crossed for that, but we'll, we'll talk about that a bit later as well. But uh, that that's basically all the news that we had from Haggis, was that they are busy building Fathom Revisited and uh, and showing it at at uh, Pinfest. And uh, good luck to them. Yeah, exactly. So, um, now, where do you want to go next? Uh, well, um, while we're talking about new games um, and uh, premiering of new games, let's, um, let's talk about... One which uh, another well another game which didn't premiere where it was meant to, or it was intended to, and right. that's uh, that's Pimple Brothers. Right. I'm not sure whether it had to do with the passing of Queen Elizabeth the <laughs> uh, Second, <laughs> but we're talking, so. of course, about uh, the Queen game by yes. uh, Pimple Brothers that was supposed to uh, to de- make its debut at the uh, super awesome Tailgate Parter hosted uh, at uh, Toynkate Coin Taker premises uh i think that's in uh, pennsylvania right yeah, Sunbury. yeah that's right in pennsylvania yeah so um but uh while the pinball brothers were there um and they know how to party uh the game was not uh shown in public there so um yeah. no it's a bit, bit disappointing um I, I guess they they either didn't again didn't get the the uh the licensing sorted out in time or it's just not a, a suitable stage to uh, to show it to people who, who sort of may not get the fact that there's still development work to go. 
Yeah, now we did get something in the form of a uh, promotional video for the game, but it's not like a gameplay video. It's really like a promotional video. You see a couple of shots made, uh, animations, and it's a quick montage of um, uh, some gameplay, but it doesn't tell you how it plays, actually. No, and um, that was released... That was Well, it was made available this month, um, actually quite recently, just uh, about um, one week ago, I believe. Uh, but I was looking on YouTube at, at it and looking at the details, and it said it was uploaded in, aug- in August. So it's <laughs> it's actually been a, been there for a while, but I guess it had been sort of private or unlisted until now, but has, has now been made publicly available. So right. th- even that may not represent the current state of uh, assets. But they did they'd also show some some uh, the the uh, video display animations as well assuming right. they are the ones that will make it into the final product hey look they look nice very well very well um designed and uh, yeah. executed mm-hmm. um, so it's nice to see some of that the the thing which which i really didn't like um and it's probably one of the biggest selling points of the game as well is uh, the voice calls from the surviving band members yeah i feel you they just sound so bored um, when they were doing it all. Very enthusiasm. Very calm call out, like. Um, uh, um, yeah, Roger Taylor's autograph is lit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but, but in a way that this is really not urging you to, to make a certain shot. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it wasn't building the excitement, should we say. So it's one of the key things you've got to do with any pinballs. You've got to, got to you know. Enthuses the, the player yeah. to actually want to to do it, and and to cut through all the all the background noise as well. You know, all the background music, so it, it's it's loud and clear. Yeah, that may change, but uh, I doubt. Well, it. then they better record new ones. Yeah, so they probably it's... recorded all those voice calls now. Probably had their session, and that that's it. Yeah. So. Um... Oh well. Anyway, uh, there, was, there were no availability details on the video, or, or um, we know what the price is going to be, the or what the price was going to be, at least, which was the uh, Champions Edition was going to be uh, nine thousand two hundred ninety-five US dollars, and the Rhapsody Limited Edition was going to be another seventeen hundred at uh, ten thousand nine hundred ninety-five US dollars. Right. Now, obviously, we've seen pinball inflation, pinflation taking place um, recently and um, you kind of think the longer that that people don't launch games the uh, the more the temptation will be to to raise the price before before they actually do right so um, you know what they they seemed pretty uh, towards the top end shall we say of expectation when when the prices were initially announced but uh, as more and more games come out that are in the the twelve, thirteen, fifteen thousand dollar price range. Uh, they're, they're looking more and more reasonable by the day. So um, now the uh, the original sh- uh, release schedule said that the Champions Edition, which was a, the sort of standard version, would be released in the first quarter of twenty twenty three. So whether that's still on track, we don't know, and whether the price would be the same, we also don't know. But uh, no, we'll probably check with the uh, Pinball Brothers during Pinball Expo, I suppose. If they, uh, I assume uh, they will be present, so yeah. Well, hopefully, and there's a lot. There's a lot of hopeful stuff from uh, from that show. We will uh, we'll see what happens, and we will report back to you as soon as we know any more details. Right. So. Um, um, 
Well, then, um, moving on to Spooky Pinball. Yes. Uh, yeah, they are currently running a, a 25% off promotion on uh, Spooky Pinball merchandise. Um, last month, they also um, announced Total Nuclear Annihilation uh, 2.0, the uh, Scott and Easy game that Spooky Pinball is uh, manufacturing. Uh, this is the second run with uh, some... Um, improvements, add-ons, uh, whatever you want to call it. Um, now, that that upcoming run of Total Nuclear Annihilation was uh, limited to 250 uh, units, but it didn't sell out. And um, uh, I think like two weeks after uh, uh, the game was opened to uh, fan club members, um, non-fan club members are now also available to order a game. Still not through distributors, you have to order it directly uh, with Spooky, but you don't have to purchase a fan club membership. Um, um, not sure whether that was holding back a lot of people, but let's just mention it in, uh, anyway. And um, uh, Scott Denisi uh, showed on his uh, social media that he's working on a uh, sort of jukebox mode, which will uh, allow the game to play... Uh, at least uh, the Scott and Easy music that's in the game, and possibly even more music as well, so you can use it as a jukebox uh, in your game room or something like that. Mm-hmm. Nice feature. So. Yeah. Well, if you want, if you want to buy one of those uh, one of those uh, remaining TNA 2.0 games, then uh, as Jonathan says, you can get them through the Spooky Pinball website uh, for uh, the, the full price is eight thousand nine hundred ninety five dollars. But um, there was only an initial $2,000 non-refundable deposit uh, at the time of ordering. Right. So uh, with the rest paid when the game is ready to be built. Right. So, um, okay. Um, And that's already all the news from Spooky Pinball. I think it um, is. They will be at uh, Pinball Expo present as well. I don't think uh, they do any seminars, but... um, no. I expect uh, the the spooky uh, family to be present, the Emery's. So, yes, indeed. Yeah, they're, they're normally there to some extent. Um, obviously, there's also the uh, the pinball life. Um, uh, well, they have the uh, pinball Olympics. Is it that they hold? Um, ah, uh, they are holding uh, that. Ah, yes, uh, I I saw uh, some people bought tickets for that, and uh, with the transportation and yes, so on. Uh, that's right. Yeah, uh, I think the Pinball Olympics to part play to take part in that is fifty bucks, and the uh, uh, transportation ticket was like thirty-five yep, dollars or something like familiar. that. Yeah, so that's taking place around uh, the same time as Expo is this month, but we're coming and back to that a little bit later. Right. Okay. And that's at the uh, at the Pinball Live premises. Uh, I'm not sure whether it is because I, I I did see a post from uh, from Terry saying that the, the Pinball Live uh, factory or uh, premises are, are, are packed at the moment, and there's no room to do a oh. a, a, a party type event. So I, I don't know whether that's being done there or it's being done at a nearby location. I don't think it's. I don't think it's actually in Pinball Life, but I could be wrong. We'll okay. we'll, we'll find out. Right. So um, now, while we're on the subject of um, uh, Pinball Expo and events at Pinball Expo, mm. um, Jersey Jack Pinball. <laughs> currently running uh, Toy Story 4, will be doing in-person factory tours for everybody. 
You don't even have to be a pinball expo uh, uh, attendee, so to speak, mm. or you don't need a pinball expo ticket, apparently. But uh, they're doing uh, free factory tours. If you're interested in seeing how uh, Toy Story 4 is being made, then this is your chance. Yeah. Uh, that's all happening on uh, October the uh, 20th, if I'm not mistaken. That's the, the Thursday of yes. uh, Pinball Expo. Yeah. Yes, um, starting at 9 a.m. in the morning. And um, uh, not only are the, uh, um, the factory tours for free, but they're also uh, including round-trip transportation between the uh, Pinball Expo uh, location, which is the Renaissance in Schaumburg, and uh, and the factory in Elgrove, which is uh, not that far. Um Now, we've uh, seen, and and probably this is where Jersey Jack likes to stand out, we've seen uh, transport to uh, um, uh, other pinball factories in the past Mm -hmm. where school buses were being used. And, uh, uh, well, with Jersey Jack, you can uh, ride in a clean, safe, and comfortable ride on a 56, uh, 65, no, No, 56, 56 passenger luxury motor coach from Windy City limousine and bus worldwide. So who knows where they might take you next. <laughs> but um, no, so it's, uh, there's going to be uh, luxury uh, buses, I suppose, that uh, that will take you there um, uh, instead of uh, school buses, uh, which is uh, uh, a nice touch, I mm, suppose. Yeah, a little bit of comfort on that uh, that journey. Yeah, and upon arrival at uh, Jersey Jackpot, Jack pinball you will be introduced to a jjp team member who will walk you through the factory and show you how they make the best pinball machines in the world Uh, that is if you have to believe their promo (laughs) so um, and at the conclusion of the tour you will have the opportunity for pictures and a meet and greet with several team members before boarding your bus for the return trip to Pinball Expo. Oh, well, now, it's, a, it's a bus for the return trip. It's a luxury <laughs> motor coach on the way out. Oh. <laughs> so, um... You have to go and stand yeah. at the bus stop and, uh, and get your bus back. Right. So, um, I did text uh, Jack uh, because I was wondering whether Pat Lawler will be um, mm-hmm. one of the team members um, at this uh, factory tour. And um, I haven't had any response. I don't think that Jack has read my text yet, so uh, no wonder he didn't respond. But um, that was one of the things that... uh, That's a good question. Yeah, absolutely. Now, um, I'm... uh, Well, I may have some some interesting information uh, regarding Pat Lawler. Um, I think it was Jack who... uh, a couple of months ago, when we were talking to him in a, uh, in an episode of this uh, uh, pincast, that he said that Pat Lawler uh, never officially indicated that he retired from pinball. Um, That's right. He was taking some time off, yeah. time away from uh, from the the factory. That's, or that, from that's the exactly company. the words that I uh, received from Pat Lawler himself. Uh, I had a small uh, email correspondence with him where he basically said that he is taking some time off from pinball. Um, and um, so I'm wondering whether he would, is either uh, pausing that for, for the uh, uh, factory tour or, um, or even Pinball Expo, for that matter, um, because it would be nice to have Pat at Pinball Expo. 
Of course, yes. Uh, he's uh, he's done some amazing seminars in the past as well. Oh yeah, Pat Lawler show, pure gold. Yes. Yeah, well, he, in fact, probably you know, I think we agree that his his, his uh, previous his last uh, seminar to date was probably his best. Yeah, the the one at Expo last year. Yes, absolutely. Those were really great stories that he told. Yeah, which uh, not not answering the same questions that gets asked, you know, all the time about you know what what's your favourite game, what what features would you like to put in a game, what kind of yeah, what does the red button stand for, (laughs) and and so on. No, it was it was very good. So, be nice nice to have him back this year. Um, yeah, but but uh, oh well, we'll I, I suppose we'll have to wait and see. We can't answer that right now. So. Yes, if you do want to go on the uh, Jersey Jack Pinball Factory tour, and let's face it, who who wouldn't? Then you will need to sign up at the at the registration desk at Pinball Expo because there are certain time slots. And there are only so many people. There's only a 56 seater luxury motor coach from Windy City Limousine and Bus Worldwide, or at least on the way out. And uh, so there are, there are certain time slots. I think they're every fifteen minutes, half an hour, something like that. So oh, you only got one bus. Yeah, that's right. So you have to <laughs> you have to pick your your time uh, wisely. You have to choose wisely, and um, it uh, and then it, it'll take you there to the tour and bring you back, and then you'll be back in time for to pick up the the rest of the pinball expo because. Uh, I'm wondering how I'm going to be able to go there, to be honest, at the moment, because if I'm working on the seminars and uh, helping set things up for them, then all these all this happens um, during the setup and as the seminars start. Oh, well, we'll visit Jersey Jack probably ahead of... Uh, we will try and do anyway. that, yes. 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 So, um, and um, uh, also uh, uh, so some news about Jersey Jack Pimble. Guns and Roses... Is back in stock. Back no, in stock that at, long, at Jersey Jack at, or at, at Jersey? No, back in stock with Jersey Jack. Uh-huh. Uh, not that long ago, they announced that the game was being, um, well, that they were working. I wouldn't say final run, but that uh, that the game was, uh, well, that they would stop making the yeah, game. Finishing production. Uh, finishing the production. That's uh, I couldn't yeah. find the word. Thank you very much. Okay. Um, but apparently, either they set up. A second line in a studio or something, but um, a game is available again. Uh-huh. So if if you missed out on the Guns N' Roses and you're looking to buy one, then um, this is your chance. Right. Well. Okay. So uh, nice, nice that will uh, be back in in stock and available. And um, of course, that's an Eric Munier design uh, with right. Slash. Um, have you got any information you can share with us about uh, about? What Eric might be doing later in the year? Yeah, yeah, I can. Uh, I think it's uh, about to be officially announced, uh, and I'm just going to steal that. <laughs> <laughs> Eric Meunier will be a, uh, a special guest at the Dutch Pinball Open, which will be held uh, from the 11th to the 13th of November in uh, in Rotterdam, in the Netherlands. That is at the Dutch Pinball Museum. Yes, exactly. Mm. Yeah, so, and uh, uh, we will both be there, of course. And, yes, uh, we'll be able to report on what happens and uh, and what Eric um, has to say. I, I, I assume he's doing a seminar, is he? Uh, oh yeah, absolutely, definitely. Okay, yeah. uh, that's great. Okay, so uh, if you can possibly get to that, I thoroughly recommend it. Eric's uh, always uh, 
or his very very good value in, in his uh, talks and, and presentations. So uh, yes. you can find out a lot more inside detail about uh, Guns N' Roses and uh, I'm sure his earlier game as well. Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, and um, I even tell you something about an upcoming title. Ooh, who knows? Who knows? Mm. So um, yeah, and uh, we're still working. We is uh, I have been uh, asked to uh, invite uh, certain uh, special guests. Uh, we're still talking to uh, to one, but they can't confirm yet whether uh, this person will be present because uh, we haven't nailed down the flight details yet. So. Uh, we have um, a, uh, a pinball artist uh, who is uh, willing to come over, but uh, we're not sure whether we uh, uh, whether no. it will happen. So we're, we're looking at more than one special guest, uh, but I can't yeah. at this point uh, disclose who we're talking to. No, totally good. Well, um, if you do come over, hopefully uh, Jonathan and, and I will be doing our So You Think You Know Pinball free prize quiz at yeah. the uh, Touch Pinball Open Expo. Yeah. And uh, we've been asked uh, to do uh, multiple uh, rounds of the quiz in, in various time slots, so um, uh, more chance for everybody to win, I suppose. Yes, we should, should mention about the time slots that so there is a limited capacity in the, in the building, so you'll, uh, you'll need to pick the time which you wish to attend the show. It's been right. like the Jersey Jack Pinball uh, Factory Tour. Yeah, but it's. Um, I think it's all explained on the on the website for the Dutch Pinball Open. Just Google that, and you'll probably find out everything you want to know if you if you're interested and able to attend. So. Yep. Okay. We hope hope to see you there. So uh, we're talking about Guns and Roses, or you were just talking about Guns and Roses being back in stock and uh, available. Um, just um, not too far away, uh, we have Chicago Gaming, and uh, and and they're also about to start shipping games. Yes, uh, the uh, yeah. Well, the long-awaited uh, limited edition games of uh, Cactus Canyon remake uh, have been uh, have di- distributors have been told that they would start shipping in one to two weeks, um, and that was a couple of days ago. So uh, that should be very soon. Soon, um, apparently. Uh, Parts for the topper were uh, uh, either difficult to get or mm. other parts where uh, that that hasn't been specified. But um, yeah, those are ready to ship. So if you have a limited edition Cactus Canyon remake on order, then uh, hopefully you'll get yours soon. Now we don't do rumors, but no, uh, there is. Oh, oh, should I stop? No, no, no. Carry on because <laughs> we want to see what the rumor is that we that we don't do. All oh, right, right. So. Um, well, there's a, a rumor going around, uh, actually already for uh, for a couple of years. Um, I think we addressed it in previous uh, episodes, but I wouldn't remember from which ones. Uh, but because it's been such a, a stubborn rumor, I would say. Um, um, the rumor started with uh, Mark Ritchie, who is a, um, a producer at Play Mechanics, which is a part of Raw Thrills um, would have designed a Pulp Fiction themed pinball machine. Mark has always denied that he did that and uh, he can't talk about that uh, in public and he doesn't. Um, But the rumor is that uh, Raw Thrills actually teamed up with Chicago Gaming 
for the production of such game, and that game is currently rumored to be on the line. At, and at, at Chicago Gaming. At Chicago Gaming. Mm. And uh, that could indicate that they have more than one line currently producing games, because obviously they're also building Cactus Canyon uh, Remake. Um, and it could also indicate that we might get an unannounced or unexpected uh, reveal at Pinball Expo. Mm. So, that's an, another good reason to be, uh, to be at Pinball Expo. Cause right, might but of course chance. everybody involved will deny that anything is happening. Oh yeah, well I mean there's no um, schedule, uh, no scheduled um, seminar, I don't think, for, yeah, for either for Mark Ritchie or, or even um, Chicago Gaming. I don't think they have one at the moment, no. doing a production update or anything like that. I looked at the. I didn't see any any seminar slot scheduled for them. Right, but you never uh, know. The might the, the, uh, the there's always last minute change. The schedule is liable to change, and the, you know, there might even be a uh, a cuckoo in the nest there lurking. Who is actually uh, one of those seminars actually turns out to be something other than what it is billed as. Yeah. Mm. So, so uh, another reason to attend Pinball Expo. Absolutely, as if there weren't enough already. Yes, okay. so, um, but that, that sort of rounds it up for Chicago Gaming. Yes, um, well, we were talking about um, about what's going to be going on in, in, or coming up in the Netherlands, but um, so let's let's go back to there. And uh, is there any news from from Barry at uh, a Dutch Pinball about uh, about the Big Lebowski or indeed uh, any upcoming game? Well, um, as it so happens, I called Barry this afternoon and uh, had a nice conversation with him. Um, as far as news regarding Dutch Pinball, um, they are currently uh, building games and it seems that the uh, supply chain issues that they were suffering uh, from uh, for months, but months ago, um, it looks like they have a steady supply chain at the moment, so they are building games. And um, they they plan on on continue doing that. Um, Loose flip uh, uh, is a I think is a, um, uh, a a pinball vlog or something like that, or a, a channel um, that that does pinball videos. Um, they visited Dutch Pinball Factory and they uh, shot a video of a factory tour. Um, and uh, the first thing that I noticed is there's no employees in uh, uh, in that video. Only Barry is to be seen and the people from uh, uh, Loose Flip. Um, so I asked Barry about that. And it turns out the video was shot on a Saturday where uh, people were basically not working. Mm-hmm. Makes so, sense. So uh, it sounds, sounds normal, I suppose. Um um, and one other thing that uh, well, I asked Barry about, uh, of course, an upcoming game. Um, we're definitely not going to see a new title from Dutch Pinball being announced this year. And I got the feeling from Barry that, especially if you look at the, the current situation where a game is being announced and then it takes a year before you get it, um, he would like to avoid such situations. So... If he is going to announce a game, he rather does it when he has plenty games uh, ready to ship so people can buy a game and play it not that long after. Mm. Makes so. sense. That's where, that's where everybody wants to be, I think. So right. he's, uh, 
as long as he's got plenty of uh, Lebowski's to, to uh, produce, yes, he can. Uh, he's he's in a very good position as far as right. launching a new game uh, to his time scale. Right. So, and that's all the news from uh, from Dutch Pinball. Uh, we did touch on a, on, a, on an interesting uh, topic, um, which I well, uh, here in the Netherlands currently uh, prices for um, uh, electricity and uh, uh, gas to uh, to heat your house and and, and so on are uh, going through the roof. Due, uh, which is blamed on the uh, the war in Ukraine and uh, Putin cutting us off uh, from uh, from gas, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, You're well, certainly not alone with that. We have all the same issues in in the UK as well. So no, I, well, so so um, uh, I've, I've uh, you were talking about pinflation earlier on, and I was wondering whether that is actually going to affect. Uh, uh, pinflation because obviously pinball machines use electricity and if you have a row of games and you want to have them on um, you're definitely going to see a peak in your electricity bill uh, at the end of the month yeah although um, I have to say the newer games are far more energy efficient in that regard with the the switching power supplies and um, LEDs as opposed to uh, incandescent lamps in them so um, yeah, it might might make people think that maybe they just turn on the games that they want to play and not turn on the entire game room or the, the entire uh, range of games that they have. Um, uh, but it's, it's also going to obviously impact on the, the cost to, to build parts and games as well. Right. You so know, I'm if, afraid if, that we're not, uh, not seeing the end of pinflation because everything is getting more expensive. Yes, it, indeed. Um, it, it's... It's, it's not, as I understand, it's not such an issue in, in the US. It, it is still an issue, but it's not. It's not um, it's yeah, anywhere like the same degree. But uh, certainly for, for people like like Barry and for Pedretti Gaming and uh, other companies in Europe making games, yes, the cost of uh, of the fuel to to uh, supply their factory and to heat it, you know, with winter coming up, is is going to be uh, a significant factor. I think. Right. So, um, so anyway. buy your pinball machines while you still can afford them. Yeah, if you think they're expensive now, just you wait. <laughs> right. Anyway, so on, uh, so. on some uh, some I don't know. I was going to say some more uh, uplifting news, but um, I suppose uh, no, no, we uh, don't have any uplifting news. <laughs> yes, we no, have, no, 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 no. At least one person has got a uh, a brand new machine. And that uh, is a well-known personality with the uh, with the name Weird Al Yankovic, right? And yeah. uh, he has got his his uh, serial number zero 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 twenty seven. Yeah, which is a special number. Uh, it is. For, for, yeah. Yeah, it appears in, in the in, game as well. Yeah. And uh, yeah, um, Jerry Stellenberg from Multimorphic uh, delivered that game to uh, uh, Weird Al personally. Uh, and he posted about that uh, with, uh, I think, Weird Al's uh, wife, Suzanne, that the game is set up. I'm not sure whether he actually met uh, Weird Al uh, at that time. Uh, he wasn't in the picture, or maybe he took the picture, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, obviously so, no one wants to see him in the picture, no. <laughs> so, uh, no, he, he got his game, so um, hopefully he, he gets to uh, enjoy some pinball. And, um, yeah, that's... Um, uh, well, that's good news, uh, I suppose, from uh, from Multimorphic. Yeah. Um, yeah but you also had some some notes. 
Well, yeah, not 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 news as such, and I don't think this is particularly new. But I, I did notice um, browsing the Multimorphic web shop um, that both the the P Rock boards and the P Three Rock boards are currently not available to buy; they're on on back order, and um, that kind of made me wonder. Well, okay, if I can't buy any of these, um, what about the the company? Or companies who are using P Rock boards in their games, and in particular, thinking about American Pinball, who use who use the P Three Rock, I, th- I believe, as right. their as their game controller. Well, Spooky does as well, at least in Total Nuclear Annihilation. Yes, that's right. Yeah, TNA. Yeah, yeah. So, are these boards available for them, or or is that impacting on their production as well? I mean, that's a very good question. We should ask Jerry. We should ask Jerry, or we could ask uh, Dave Fix, or uh, or Charlie, or, I mean, or Scott. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, is this uh, is this causing? Um, you know, obviously there there are supply chain issues all over the world, uh, to some degree or other. But yeah, is, well, is this something something as important as this? If you if your entire game is based on this this one controller, and you can't get it. You can't exactly get it from another supplier, can you? Right. So, well, that's the same issue as we described with the Spike One games, and uh, obviously Stern is has a back catalog, a backlog of orders that they still need to fulfill. Also, partly based on these uh, supply chain issues, which uh, may now be not as relevant anymore as they were a couple of months ago, but they still need to fulfill those orders. That's right. Yeah, yeah. But easing, but uh, but not eased completely. Yeah. Anyway, so. that's um, that's that's something to to ponder for now, and we'll we'll find out more about that. Yeah, but, we'll uh, we'll ask uh, people at Pinball Expo. Um, yeah. Well, not so much people, but I'm I'm sure that Jerry Stellenberg of uh, Multimorphic will be present as well. Somebody we probably won't be seeing at Pinball Expo this this year is uh, the former head of uh, well, I suppose he still is the head of Deep Root Pinball. Why not? Uh, well, apparently he's now busy in, in a new job. Uh, yeah, Mr. Robert Mueller, um, who uh, was the... Uh, I was going to say brains behind um, Deep Root Pinball, but uh, was was behind Deep Root Pinball, um, is now apparently working for the plane maker Boeing. Oh, my God, in what capacity? Well, exactly. I uh, hurriedly checked my plane ticket uh, to Expo to see what what flight it was or what, what plane we were using. But... Um, Yes, I, well, I, I would assume it's um, returning to his legal roots and, and uh, in working for them in that capacity rather than um, Boeing suddenly getting into uh, manufacturing pinball machines. Uh, so uh, just, a, just a little aside there. Um, while but but is it a corporate uh, function? or? Uh, oh, I believe so, yeah. It's a full-time post, I think, working for Boeing. Um, while the, uh, the small issue, the small um, inconvenience of the uh, SEC investigation and uh, bankruptcy um, rules well, the courts and through... Uh, he needs to put uh, food on the table, of course. Yeah, absolutely, so, yeah. 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 And he, uh, hopefully Bowen will pay him like 60 million a year or so. <laughs> well, that'd be good. That would uh, help re- refund some of the people who lost money. Yes. Okay, so anyway, moving on. That's uh, that's the only deep root pinball news that I was able to find this this uh, month. Uh, 
Okay, and was there any news from uh, from Turner Pinball that uh, sort of picked up the uh, remains of Deep Root uh, Pinball? Um, who are definitely not Deep Root Pinball 2.0. No, um, th- there are no new videos, no no news coming out of Turner Pinball at the moment as far as I am aware. Okay, okay. So, moving on, mm. where do you want to go? Um, well, let's... Um, Let's talk about somebody else who is who is bringing out games. Then um, we, we've covered quite a few games being uh, being released or become available. And uh, let's go to go across the border up to Vancouver and uh, Pinball Adventures. Right. And uh, well, last month we reported that they've uh, they were moving to a new space to, in order to to build their uh, their Polyfactory and subsequent titles. And that that move has apparently been completed now, and they are uh, well settled up, set up in there. Andrew uh, has, has uh, been posting a few pictures on his Instagram feed, but it does seem now that although um, Polyfactory is uh, has not gone into production fully yet, they are concentrating more on game number two, which is well, elephants. Well, the interesting, uh, uh, sticking with uh, uh, Penny Factory for uh, for a second, mm. uh, the last post uh, from December, uh, sorry, September twenty third, says uh, that the moving is now complete uh, yeah. and oh, assembly and testing yeah. resumes for uh, Penny Factory, but um, uh, I think they announced something that the, that the production of Penny Factory was complete, and I'm. I don't think they build even ten games. Oh, I haven't seen it saying it had uh, been completed. I mean, you you'd imagine if, if orders came in, they would build more. Uh, yeah, that's what you expect. Yeah, so. but, but they have they have said, or Andrew has said that uh, they are they are going to be streaming or, or showing the the development and uh, production of elements on a uh, in a video format, and they showed a uh, a rig. Where they're going to show how they're going to build the game? Yes, uh, I've seen that post as well, and uh, uh, I look uh, look forward to that. It also says that uh, uh, the, he showed a, a separate playfield for elements and said, uh, "Let the coding begin," uh, which probably means that uh, we're still uh, quite some time away from uh, seeing elements going into production because. There's no code yet, apparently, which seems odd to me. But then again, I'm only reporting what I read here. Mm, yeah. Okay. Well, nice to actually see some uh, some actual games come out of Pinball Adventures. Well, that's the thing. Uh, we haven't seen any games come out yet. We have seen games being built, but we haven't seen them show up anywhere. No. Nope. Well, fingers maybe at Pinball. Anyway. Well, I was going to say. Yeah, maybe that's another one. We're, we're we're putting a lot of store by Pinball Expo this year. Uh, it's I, I can't imagine it's going to live up to all the all these trails that we uh, we are putting putting out there. But uh, if, we, if we get any of them, it'll be be good good news. So we'll we'll bring you all the details of whether uh, we we find out anything about what Pinball Adventures have been up to. Right. So um, yeah, and then you found something um, rather interesting, although. Um not that enthusiastic as you apparently were. Oh yeah, I was uh, contacted by uh, Orlando from STR Pinball, um, and uh, in Spain, in Spain. That is. yeah, absolutely. I was, I was just just mentally checking that they are in Spain. I'm probably wasn't entirely sure that they were, but uh, yes. Um, well, Orlando was telling me that um, 
that he's uh, announcing, uh, has announced, a, a new game. And um, it, this one is called Angels and Demons. It's, uh, it's, it's going to feature a 15.6-inch HD LCD screen um, in, in the usual place in the, in the back box, I believe. Uh, it is based on a WPC95 cabinet shape, but they've reduced the width slightly to 69 centimetres so it can fit through doors more easily. Than, uh, yeah, apparently, Spanish housing has uh, mm. smaller doors. Yes, well, one would guess 70 centimetres if, if they've reduced it to 69. Um, well, I think that uh, kind of makes sense because there was... I mean, what, what's in the back box these days? Hardly anything. It's not exactly full of, of boards like it used to be. Right. So uh, it's almost superfluous. It's just there as a display device. But uh, So, yeah, if you can reduce the width a little. Um, and then that would even allow you to get uh, games a bit closer together if they're in, right. in a line. Okay. So you either, you already showed a... Um, uh, or you sent me, uh, with the, the notes that you that you sent me, an image of what I assume is going to be a back glass uh, yes, image. Yes, that's right. Yeah, translight or back glass image, um, which is a sort of, you know, very much a, a, a good versus evil type um it's called angels and demons final battle to give it the full title and um orlando says uh, if all goes well we'll finish the prototype next year um but which means he still has to start oh yeah exactly but um that's not an announcement <laughs> it, it's an announcement of the intention to build it and right. what, what the title is going to be and okay. uh, there's quite a large teamwork on it by by uh, all Accounts. If you have a look on the angelsanddemons.strpinball.com website, then you can uh, see more pictures of the development of the cabinet, the and and the people who are involved in in uh, in creating this game. Yeah, um, I'm sort sorry, but I'm I'm still sort of biased by a video that I've seen uh, by SDR uh, 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 Pinball from years ago where. Um, uh, I suppose it's the girlfriend or wife of Orlando uh, hosing down a pinball play field with a uh, garden hose. Um, uh, and no, no, it's all safe. It's, uh, the electronics are not turned on. <laughs> but then again, water and wood, you know, um, it's not... not uh, well, I'll make of that what you will, but... Uh, maybe lessons have been learned. Um, one may hope so. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so, but uh, uh, well, while we're in Spain mm. or discussing a Spanish company, any news from uh, Bitronic? Um, yeah, apparently. Um, and I think okay. I, I think uh, I think I saw this on uh, on Jason's Nap Arcade site. They had a uh, a fire in August in the factory for Bitronic, which set back production of their Super Hoop pinball machine. I suppose you could easily make the joke that their production was on fire. Oh, wow. Yeah, smoking. Yeah. Um, well, apparently it uh, it didn't set them back too badly, though. Um, it was almost like a month out, I think, because delivery of the game was uh, was, in, was supposed to have resumed uh, last month. So uh, we don't know who they were going, who these machines were going to, so we don't know whether they... Well, there's a couple of uh, distributors already announced, so... Um Oh yeah. Well, we, we got chance to. I got chance to play it anyway in uh, at uh, UK Pinfest in uh, right. Daventry uh, in in August, and uh, yeah, it seemed like a, a fun game with uh, uh, with some very nice lighting effects. So, uh, good luck to them. Hope they're uh, they're back and uh, and building more games. 
Right. Now, uh, a small jump from uh, Bitronic to uh, Quetzal Pinball, who actually designed the game from them. Any news? Uh, not that I'm aware of. No. Uh, oh, have you got okay. any? No. No? Okay. Um, I, I, I can do a live check on uh, Antonio's uh, Instagram, see if, uh, if there's anything there. Okay, while you're doing that, I will uh, say that... Uh, Going across to Italy, Padretti Gaming, who, as we know, are uh, are manufacturing games uh, not only for Pinball Brothers, but also producing the uh, the Funhouse kits as well as uh, and future kits. I, I believe are going to be uh, 2.0 kits. Um, they are still busy uh, building and delivering the Alien Limited version, but other than that, we haven't got any other news from Padretti Gaming in in Italy. Right, okay. Um, I checked uh, Antonio's uh, Instagram. His last post is from March uh, of this year, so... Okay, I think we can uh, safely rule out any uh, imminent announcements there. But some place that we can bring you news about an uh, an imminent announcement is uh, back in the US and um, American Pinball. Ah. Although we don't actually have any news just yet, uh, we are expecting... Uh, an announcement to be made by the company on the 5th of October. So we are recording this um, on, well, almost on the 3rd. The 3rd, we're going into the 4th, because it's, it's, it's getting up to midnight. Um, right. So, uh, yes, yeah, so if you're listening to this on the day we release this, um, which will be the 4th, then it'll be tomorrow. So keep an, uh, keep an ear and an eye out for news from American Pinball. Yeah, and um, what I hear in the rumor mill is... Um uh, the Dennis Nordman game uh, will have Christopher Frenchy artwork, mm-hmm. uh, which I th- don't think was any uh, any no, secret. But but the uh, the game design itself, uh, the playfield looks very impressive, is what I've been told, and uh, it should be a lot of fun. Oh, so okay. that's all I uh, I can say about it right now. Have you seen it? No, okay. but I know people that say that they do. Okay. Did. Yeah. Well, that's speaking of which, oh yeah, uh, one of those people is uh, our uh, our good and close friend uh, uh, Gary Flower. Well, and, let's see, uh, see if he's able to uh, give us any more information then. Okay. Uh, let, let, let me give him a call. Okay. Hello. Hello, Gary. Gary. Hi there. What's oh. that noise? Oh, oh dear. What's that? That sounds like a fire alarm. Oh my god. Gary, I, uh, even you get out of wherever you are, but make sure you're safe. I lost him. Okay, well, sorry about that noise, everyone. Um, hopefully, we'll get some more information uh, soon. If uh, Even if it's only about whether there really was a fire or whether it was just a false alarm. But. Uh, We'll uh, try and get back with Gary either uh, later or uh, more likely next month. Yeah, uh, and we, uh, if if you're uh, coming to Pinball Expo, um, well, of course. From what I understand, uh, Gary is also going to be at Pinball Expo. Oh well, you better get it from the horse's mouth, as it were. Right. So, uh, so with Pinball Expo being this month, um, if you're a, uh, um, uh, a listener of the show and you're coming over, um, Martin and I are uh, both likely to be present, and we uh, certainly appreciate it if you uh, uh, 
give us a shout out or, or, or yeah, just stop by, yourself, say hello, yeah, yeah, say hello, and uh, you know, yeah, uh, we'd like to hear from you. Uh, usually, we're just talk, us talking without any feedback, so any feedback will be appreciated. Yes, certainly positive feedback or uh, th- things you like um, the most. Well, it's always good to hear which which aspects of the uh, of the, of the pincast are uh, are your favourite. So. Right. Uh, I think, uh, well, we're going to have a very busy month with uh, all the, the Pinball Expo trip coming up and, um, and hopefully visiting some, uh, some other places um, in and around the uh, Greater Chicago Land area. I don't have, even have time for that. No, well, no, I mean uh, pinball-related ones, though, because we, uh, we're already, already lining up some visits, aren't we? So, um, yeah. Yep. Need to get to working on that, yeah. And I got a couple of uh, international European flights as well. So it's going to be a busy month, right? Okay. Well, we'll we'll, we'll be back um, next month. I think that wraps up everything in our uh, in our rotor for for this month or our schedule of uh, of news. So I don't, right. don't think we missed anything. But um, yeah, so exciting times. We will uh, obviously have an awful lot to bring you from Pinball Expo, and. Uh, we look forward to bringing that to you at the beginning of uh, November, I suppose. Yeah, looking back well, at said, everything uh, that happened. Not, in hold on, hold on, hold on. Let the, assuming that you're doing the, uh, the, the recording of the seminars and so on for Pinball Expo, of course, people, people need to tune into pinballnews.com uh, for your uh, live updates, I suppose. Well, that's, that's uh, very kind of you to, to remind both me and and listeners, <laughs> yes, yes. Um, the intention, I better just uh, say now. The intention is f- um, to be able to release audio recordings of all the seminars as soon as possible after they've taken place. The video productions of them will probably take a bit longer. I don't think there's any live streaming planned, but right. you know, I, I don't know because I'm I'm not doing the video. Of this, um, I think that will be uh, be Jeff from uh, Arcade Hollywood will will be handling that this time. But I will okay. be in the seminar room, and I'm sure I'll be helping out with the sound and the AV and the com- and all the computer stuff and projections and you know, as usual. Uh, hopefully, not the entire time because it's uh, as we said earlier, it's, it's an absolutely packed schedule of seminars from from Thursday lunchtime or mid morning, in fact, all the way through to late on Saturday. Right. Saturday evening, so uh, um, I certainly don't intend to be in hold up in that room for the entire four days. But um, I certainly intend to have the seminars available for you on the Pinball News site as part of the, uh, the Pinball Expo 2022 report. So right. look forward to uh, to getting that done. Right. Okay. So, and I guess that uh, rounds it up for this episode. So. Uh from my end uh, thank you for listening and uh, I hope that you'll be back for our next episode uh, at the end of uh, October yes indeed okay so until then have a fantastic month and we will uh, see you next time thank you bye 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 bye